This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. When you buy a Lisa mattress, you're not the only one getting a better night's rest. Lisa donates thousands of mattresses each year to shelters and those in need. Learn more about Lisa at leesa.com. It's Manoush, and this is Body Electric from NPR. Have you started thinking about moving just as much as you think about what's on your to-do list? Is taking a walk just as urgent as responding to a text? (laughs) Maybe not yet, but it starts with trying a new habit, right? And then hopefully that turns out to be a long-term shift in your life, that movement breaks become just a normal part of how you live and work. That's the big goal. As we all know, it is so much easier to just hit the couch and scroll. So... We wanted to check in with two members of our Body Electric family to see how they're doing with their longer-term goals. I think we can get some inspiration from them. So first, we're going to hear what's up with Keith Diaz, Columbia University's inspiring lead researcher, uh, what he's been up to since our study officially wrapped. You might be surprised what he's working on. So my goal is to change my relationship with work and decenter it. I want to take the other parts of my life back. And then the latest from Dana Lopez-Miley, the listener who went all in on the Body Electric Challenge. My doctor's definitely encouraging me to continue what I'm doing. Can she keep it going? Messages from Keith and Dana to you in just a sec. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Solgar. As people age, cellular function declines, which may impact changes in energy and strength. Solgar Cellular Nutrition is a holistic collection of cellular nutrients formulated to help fight cellular decline and promote cell health. Learn more at cellularnutrition.solgar.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. When you buy a Lisa mattress, you're not the only one getting a better night's rest. Lisa donates thousands of mattresses each year to shelters and those in need. Learn more about Lisa at leesa.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. On It's Been a Minute, we talk to up-and-comers and icons of culture. From Barbara Streisand. You're such a wonderful interviewer. To Tracy Ellis Ross. Your questions were so wonderful. And Christine Baranski. Oh, thank you for your wonderful questions. Hear the questions these icons loved to be asked. Listen every week to It's Been a Minute from NPR. So let's start with Keith Diaz, our Columbia University researcher who got this whole interactive part of Body Electric happening, whose work got thousands of us to change our relationship with our chairs and devices. Well, he has resolved to make a fresh start, too, which kind of surprised me. To be honest, it was something that I set out to do last year, and it's still a work in progress, but I want to change my relationship with work. In many ways, I 
Work has become my identity and has slowly eroded the other parts of life that, that fill me with joy and purpose and meaning. Keith says his goal is to decenter work from his life. I want to get back to the things I like doing in my spare time before my career became the primary organizing factor of my life. I want to do more advocacy work, volunteering, grow my faith, and I want to go to those state parks and museums I've had on my list for years. I mean, that's great, Keith, but uh, aren't you supposed to be working hard on publishing a scientific paper with all our body electric findings, too? Why are you telling us this? And the reason that I share this is because I ultimately think for us as a society to change our sedentary ways, we have to change our relationship to work so that it becomes flexible to our needs and our health. Keith is trying to walk the walk, not just talk the walk, <laughs> so to speak. Because, yeah, he needs to keep up his stamina to keep parsing all the data we gave him, and yes, get it peer-reviewed and published in 2024. So while we are certainly used to collecting data from thousands of people in our other studies, that's usually over a period of years that we have the time to, to clean it and analyze it, and we do that as we go along. But this study was essentially a huge mountain of data just appeared overnight, and, and we've had to then have to deal with analyzing this huge mound of data in, in, in one fell swoop. So that's one way in which, it's been, in which it's been different. The other way in which it's been different is that in my line of work, I'm used to analyzing quantitative data. What that means is I'm used to analyzing numbers. But in this study, we asked people to give us their insights as to what did you like about taking movement breaks? What did you not like? And what worked? What didn't work? And we kind of left it open for a person to answer as much or as little as they wanted. And all that rich information is changing Keith's approach to science. I think it's so critical to helping us move forward. But it's a different way to, to, to look at data. And for me, I've never analyzed what's called qualitative data before. And so I'm learning from others and leaning on the expertise of others. Of how do you capture the sentiment across all these different text responses? And how do you synthesize that into summary information that the world can use? Um, so it, it has been different, but I think in a very good different and, and way that's pushed me to grow as a scientist. It's been really cool to hear from some of the leading experts around the world. And the consensus that I'm getting is that they think our work struck a chord with the public, and, and many found our preliminary results to be encouraging. Now, when I walked into this study, I was somewhat of a skeptic. I, I wasn't sure that taking movement breaks would actually ever work in the real world. Um, but a lot of people who participated, while they did find it difficult to pull off and do regularly, they liked it. They liked taking the movement breaks and they liked how it made them feel. And so the process for me personally has been exciting and, and invigorating. And I think for other scientists as well, and, and really emphasize that we need to keep pressing forward because we might be onto something that can really benefit a lot of people. And so far, he has dug out some big takeaways for us to use right now. And what has really stood out as one of the most powerful factors is having social support. 
Those participants who reported having a person to take movement breaks with or who reported having someone in their lives who encouraged and reminded them to take movement breaks did way better in terms of how many movement breaks they took each day than those participants who took up this effort solo. And so what I think these findings highlighted is the power of others, that they can shape so much of what we do. Our innate socialness holds huge sway over how we think, how we act, And so this finding certainly has made us go back to the drawing board and think about how we can harness the power of others to change our sedentary lives. Find someone to do it with. Take movement breaks with a coworker, a family member, or a friend. Leverage the power of others. We humans are innately driven by our socialness. So on those days when you're feeling stressed or too busy by work or you're too tired or worn out to move, There are few things that can motivate us more to get out of that chair, even if we don't want to, than the power of others. My husband is my biggest supporter in life and truly my best friend. Dana Lopez-Miley agrees. Her husband is definitely helping her stay on track. He is a gem. He is also continuing his movement breaks, and he is enjoying the extra sunshine and fresh air out of the office. You might remember from episode six, Dana found out she has a genetic disease when she had a stroke in 2022 at the age of 43. The stroke that I had in October of last year left me with nerve damage to the right side of my body. Still a bit numb on that side, can't quite feel temperature that well, and also left me with a mess of blood clots in my brain and kind of a shaky voice sometimes. Movement breaks are still an integral part of her plan to get and stay healthy. So I'm fired up and I'm tightening things up even more with eating a whole food plant-based diet, delving into the fascinating world of meditation, better sleep, even fasting to help try to heal my body even faster. I still set an alarm to go off every 30 minutes when I'm working and still time my breaks to make sure that I stay on track. And after that scare, I had to be honest with the fact that I'd spent decades in the same pattern and not getting any healthier or younger. I was missing out on the joy that comes with being fit, not being tied to medications, having more confidence, happiness, and let's face it, maybe even slipping back into those old pair of jeans hit in the back of my closet. Dana is also feeling pretty joyous about her latest medical measurements. Her blood sugar continues to improve. She's now in the pre-diabetic range and going to start getting off insulin. As for her cholesterol levels, they are just about perfect. The Body Electric series and inspiration to just move more has really been a catalyst for me to learn even more about my body and experiment with it. Make sure to educate yourself about the health conditions that may exist in your family tree or your, your own health conditions that you're dealing with. Or if you're healthy, look for ways to be even healthier. No one's going to tell you all the things. Everybody's different. And you have to find what works for you. So just go for it. A change in lifestyle may suck for a while, but find little joys in the change. Pretty soon, I promise the numbers and how you feel will be motivation enough. Not to mention the friends or family that you want to live longer for. I'm a goal setter. I'd love to be one of those people that says, I don't make resolutions, but reality, I think that setting goals are important. And I would like my news resolution to not take life for granted. 
I was really dangerously close to having a heart attack or dying young even. So that gives you some perspective. Life is beautiful. Stay kind. Move your body. It will thank you. I promise. Oh, thanks, Dana. Thank you, Keith. What I love most about Body Electric is that it feels like it's just the start of something. That we are questioning the default way we use our body in relationship to our technology. We are trying to change the fundamental ways we set up society in terms of sitting and work. And and once we get through those, those are not easy, there's the real challenge, right? Making it your new way of living, your lifestyle. Dana and Keith and a lot of you are determined to keep going. I am too. So let's stay in touch. Email us at bodyelectric at npr.org. If you want to hear what we're up to next and get alerted when the Body Electric findings are officially published, go to npr.org slash bodyelectric and sign up to be put on our list. Thanks again so much for being here and moving with us. This episode of Body Electric was produced by Katie Monteleone and edited by Sanaz Meshkinpour with production support from Fiona Guerin. Original music by David Herman. Our audio engineer was Josh Newell. Thanks also to Lauren Gonzalez, Lindsay McKenna, and Irene Noguchi. I'm Manoush Zamarodi, and you've been listening to Body Electric from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. When you buy a Lisa mattress, you're not the only one getting a better night's rest. Lisa donates thousands of mattresses each year to shelters and those in need. Learn more about Lisa at leesa.com. Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR is with you four days a week to talk about what we're watching, listening to, or just trying to figure out. What you might check out this weekend, what you checked out last weekend, it's all fair game for good conversation. For pop culture and high spirits, listen now to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.